0: on episode 360 of nintendo switchcraft there's some drama in the uh smash community uh treasure stack gets an update we've got some cool stuff happening in uh mario maker 2 those stories and more on this episode of nintendo switchcraft this is craig standing just outside your peripheral and you're listening to switchcraft with bill is brought to you live four times a week on Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash run, jump, stomp. Hit that follow button while you're there. This episode of Switchcraft is made possible by patrons like Daniel B. Get Switchcraft and my other content ad-free for as little as a dollar by joining the Patreon over at patreon.com slash run, jump, stomp. You can also support it outside of Patreon by heading to anchor.fm slash nsc and clicking the support this podcast button if you want to leave a voicemail you can head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash voicemail from any device and i may even play it on the show just like that one we heard at the beginning okay we got all that uh intro stuff out of the way i've got some housekeeping that i need to take care of uh number one last night well actually um Tuesday Tuesday I went to go see spider-man don't worry no spoilers right now okay I went to go see spider-man far from home. I really enjoyed it and then last night I was on an episode of breaking the panel with the guys from the giant size team up uh, uh, podcast network and we had a the first half of the show was a spoiler free discussion. the second half of the show was full on everything spoiled. And we had a really, really good time pla- uh, discussing uh, that movie. So make sure that you check out their podcast. Again, it's called Breaking the Panel. And it is part of the Giant Size Team-Up Network. When you can find it over at giantsizeteamup.com slash Panel. Uh, so uh, I had a lot of fun over there. And if that sounds good to you, then make sure that you check it out. Uh, all right, it's, th- it's time for the news. Sonic 2 handles stubborn stains. Embarrassing bald spots, no problem. Um, I'm, I'm a little disappointed in not our community because our community is awesome. The Switchcraft community, the nerd nest, as I like to call us, I I adore this community. You guys are fantastic. And I don't think anybody from our community would behave like this, but, uh, there is a, there's a portion of the smash community that I am actually pretty furious with right now that's uh, not actually in the show notes because uh th- i found this right before i started recording and i decided i'm not gonna bother adding it to the show notes right now but uh this is this is really awful so uh i guess uh, a few weeks back there was a uh, a tournament uh called the Aeon smash ultimate tournament number 27 or something like that uh, aon And there was a pro player there named Ally. Now, I I should preface this by saying I don't follow competitive uh, esports, be it Smash or Overwatch or anything else. I mean, from time to time, I will tune in, but I don't know who the people are. I don't really care who the people are. Uh, They are these people who are really, really good at this game, and that's awesome for them. And there you go. I'm happy. I'm happy that every once in a while I can tune into a match and be like, wow, that was a pretty amazing move. Um, But the I mean, competitive gaming always has this toxicity and it's just it's well known for it. Competitive gaming brings toxicity. Uh, Now, some people will say, well, that's just that's just the way it goes. And to those people, I would say, no, that's that's not the way it should go. We should be better than this. Uh so what am I talking about? Well at Aeon 27 there was a uh, was a pro player named Ally and Ally uh was beat and lost to another player a relatively unknown Smash player who goes by the name of Bachi and they, they like everybody was really surprised not only because this this uh player was 15 years old uh a 15 year old female a 15 year old female playing uh, a character who is is listed as a low-tier character. They were playing as Isabel. Now, why am I... Okay, why does it matter that she's a female? Because a lot of people say, how come we never have females play this game? Or how come we... How come our community is always so heavily populated on one side? Well, it's because any time a female shows up, people start acting like pricks. They... They stop like there's a part of their brain that shuts off and they start treating them like crap. And of course, it drives them away. So when Bachi defeated uh, this pro player, this 15 year old girl uh, defeated uh, Ally, this pro player, uh, what happened is people started harassing her. And this is not okay. This is very much not okay. This is offensive to me. This is this should be offensive to you as well. And I have to say that, you know, we've got a fantastic community here, so I don't think that there's anybody here who probably participated in that, because everybody I've talked to in our Discord has just been awesome. Everyone who's reached out to me on Twitter has been pretty damn awesome. Everybody who's made comments on my YouTube channel has been pretty damn awesome for the most part. And if they weren't awesome, I usually ignored them or banned them. And then we probably never heard from them again. And they lost interest because I'm not the kind of person that attracts people who are toxic. People who are toxic are not entertained by somebody like me because I'm far too, like, I'd like to say I'm pretty laid back. And, like, that's not something that's appealing to, to toxic people. Um, however, competitive, uh, video games does bring out the toxicity. And sure enough, when, uh, when Bachi defeated Ally, she got harassed so much that she tweeted on, she, she, she sent out a tweet from her Twitter account. She said, I will either be done with Smash or begin competing under a new name to avoid all the attention that I've gained. I will stop streaming and find my path myself. Do not expect me to be bocce anymore. I'm done. If I do come back to the community... um, Oh, uh, sorry, there's another tweet after that. If I do come back to the community, you won't be able to find me as bocce. I'm sorry to everyone who looks up to me and likes me, but I just can't do this anymore. All this stress, all this torture, just because people like me and it's a game, I'm sorry, goodbye. Well, first off, bocce has nothing to apologize for, all of the uh disgusting uh less than human uh jackanapes on on the internet who harassed this 15-year-old girl uh so much that she decided to no longer stream and no longer compete under under her name uh those are the people who who need to apologize i think it's it's really really sad that you wonder why very few females play games competitively or when they do. Like I was talking to uh, Nicole Spagnolo. Uh, she was one of the judges on America's Next Top Podcaster. And I was talking to her and she was saying that when she, whenever she plays a game online, she doesn't use voice ever. Now, I don't use voice usually either because I don't want to hear those idiots. But she doesn't use voice because if they hear her talk, they immediately start harassing her. And the harassment of women in this um in this industry just has got to stop. It's ridiculous and it's offensive to me. And if it's not offensive to you, if you are one of the people who think it's okay to harass these people, then I don't want you listening to my show. I don't ever want to see you. I just want you to go in Get out of here. You're not welcome. Uh, you're not welcome anyway., uh, so uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully she uh, she just she changes her mind and uh, hopefully she gets some good moderators in her twitch chat. Uh, and and hopefully she can find a way to compete and enjoy the game that she really likes and it's apparently very, very good at without being harassed by people who are. I don't know. I don't know what the hell's wrong with you people. Uh, I think that there's something like you hate yourself and you have to try and take it out on others, but uh, whatever. Let's move on and talk about something a little more happy. Uh, I want to talk about uh, Treasure Stack. Uh, Treasure Stack is a really good game that I'm so bad at that I cannot enjoy. Uh, it's got the, it's this, okay, so it's like Tetris and Columns and Dr. Mario where you gotta match up, uh, things that fall from the top, you match them up on the bottom by the color, and then they go away. Uh, the thing about Treasure Stack is you don't directly control the falling pieces. Instead, you control this little dude, and there's different skins that you can be like. You can be like a dude or like a little blob, and, uh, you control this thing, this character on the screen and you like, you can jump like one box high. Uh, so you, you control that character, you grab the boxes and, and try and put them in the right spot. And it's really, really hard because there is a part of my brain that can't deal with the idea. Like I can't pay attention to what's happening above me because I'm so focused on what's going on with the little blob dude. And, uh, I did a first look at this game a while back, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, and it's a really cool game, and I think that if you can be good at it, then you'll probably really enjoy it, but I had kind of written it off as uh, it's too hard for me and not something that I'm going to play, and then I saw this tweet from Treasure Stack, and it's basically they have a new mode, and the new mode is called Zen Mode, and Zen Mode gets my attention because I think, oh, Maybe it'll be slower and relaxing and I'll be able to play it. But no, it's still pretty fast. The The difference is, is that in Zen mode, when, well, in the regular mode, when the treasure boxes get all the way up to the top, you lose. And, you know, there you go. You're done. In Zen mode, uh, your job is to just make one match. Uh, so if you're watching the video over at my YouTube channel, uh, you can see, that on the left hand side of the puzzle box uh, there is a thing that shows like you you have to match 17 red chests and that means 17 at once not 17 uh, individuals Uh, you have to make a chain of 17 long and that is your quest that you have to complete now what happens when you lose well once the treasure chests get all the way up to the top if it reaches the top instead of just being game over, it just destroys every chest on the screen, empties the board, and you start over. Uh, and you're just trying to make that match. And every time you make that match, a new quest will appear, and you have to try and match those. Now, I tried it this morning. I was It was a disaster for me. I just can't wrap my head around the controls. But the game looks so fun, and I really, really... I wanna love this game, but I just can't I just can't play it. I'm not good enough. uh, but maybe you will be. So if you are interested in it, the tweet uh, that they posted out, they said Zen mode is endlessly challenging, uniquely relaxing, and available now. and they said, did we mention treasure stock treasure stack is fifty percent off as well. So if you want to get this game, it is fifty percent off, and I actually don't know how much that costs. Let me um uh, yeah, here we go. Uh, I'm going to see exactly how much it costs. So it's waiting for it to load. If it's $19.99, it does not show the sale price on, um, on Nintendo's website, or I don't, I don't think that's the sale price. If that's the sale price, I think it's way too expensive. Uh, 10 bucks. I'd pay 10 bucks for this game. I did receive it as a, as a review code. Uh, But the game is cool. It's just not something that I'm going to play because I'm so bad at it. I'll stick with Tetris uh, because that's just, uh, you know, Tetris is old and comfortable for for me and I I like it a lot. All right, let's take a break. Hear from our sponsors. When we get back, uh, we're going to talk about some levels that have been made in Mario Maker that are pretty cool. Stick around. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. You get a low score for this game. Okay, uh, this this is... Uh, if you've ever played um, Downwell, uh, it is this weird game. I've not played it, but I've watched it played. Uh, it's this weird game where you kind of jump down from the top and, and you're trying to make, yourself, make your way down to the bottom, almost like a reverse Kid Icarus. Uh, if you think about the first level of Kid Icarus, you're trying to make your way down the whole time. And somebody uh, who is... Uh, oh, yeah, it was Boomstick Gaming, by the way. If you think back, you're like, oh, man, that that name sounds familiar, Boomstick Gaming. Who is Boomstick Gaming? Well, uh, Boomstick Gaming is the 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 guy who uh, was plagiarized by Philip Mewson, uh, who worked for IGN at the time, uh, basically... Uh, Philip Mewson had stolen his review of a game that I can't remember the name of right now. It, it, it doesn't matter. That's not what this is about. And I don't want to drudge up the past. But uh, this guy, uh, Boomstick Gaming, he went through and he made a basically a port of Downwell or like a a, Del, a, a Downwell style game where you're just falling from the top to the bottom uh, as, as fast as you can, trying to get the highest score that you can. And I think, I like, I played it, I did not finish it. I played it a bit this morning, and it was really cool. Uh, so basically, you get a raccoon tail, you start flying down as you are falling. And the, the, here's something that, that he did, which is just brilliant he put it in an easy mode. Now, how does this work? Well, you hit a power switch, and well, actually, let me back up. In front of all the hazards that happen as you're falling, he put uh, these the the blue blocks that will be just outlines unless you hit hit a switch. Uh, so that warns you, hey, there's a, a something dangerous coming up from below. It's just brilliant design. Uh, if you hit the easy mode, all of those will be full blue bricks, and then you can. Uh, fall uh, land on them and not hit the spiky hazards and stuff like that which is awesome but at the very bottom you can't go through the um the exit tube because it's blocked with those blue bricks and this is just complete brilliant game design and i'm definitely going to try playing this one again uh it's really hard uh so if you are somebody who really really likes difficult uh mario levels then this one is really good for you. And if you go to the show notes, which is uh, over at runjumpstomp.com, this is episode 360, you can get the the little code from the show notes and uh, then enjoy. And I would love to hear uh, what you guys thought of this particular level uh, made in Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, Okay, let's talk about Matt Thompson. Matt Thompson, who's Matt Thompson, you might ask? Well, he is the developer uh, or he, a developer who worked on Celeste and Towerfall and Give Up Robot and Runman and Jumper, and he made a bunch of games, right? Well, this, this is very exciting because I know that there's a lot of people out there who love Celeste. Well, this guy, Matt Thompson, you might want to follow him on Twitter because he's making Mario Maker 2 courses and sharing his, uh, uh, his, his level codes, on Twitter. And he's got like one, two, three, four, five so far. Uh, so I haven't tried any of his yet. Uh, they'll, they'll definitely be something that I am going to try. In fact, I'm going to uh, bookmark that right now so that I can come back to that tweet and check it out later. Uh, but if you're a fan of Celeste and you want to see what the developer of Celeste can do with Mario Maker, then damn, there you go. You can check that stuff out. Uh, Speaking of Mario Maker, before we go any farther, I just want to remind everybody that we do have a place where you can submit your levels uh, for the Nerd Nest, for the community here, for the people who listen to Nintendo Switchcraft. Uh, And if you want to submit your levels, it's super easy. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash MM for Mario Maker. And when you get there, there is a... Let me bring this up on the screen for the YouTube people and the Twitch people. Uh, there is a spot right here, giant yellow Super Mario Maker 2. You click on that, it's going to bring you to uh, the spot where you can uh, enter in all of the information about your level. And if you... I just closed the wrong thing. Let me let me open it up again. I keep doing that. Uh, if you go down here at the bottom, uh, you can see a list of levels that people from our community have made. So and the list keeps growing so we've got we've got like 25 uh levels in here uh so uh, if you are interested come here share your level find other nerd nest levels and try them and then you know join our discord at runjumpstomp.com slash discord and uh complain about the levels that are too hard made by johnny link or at least the one that johnny link made Uh, I, i found it was too hard but that's just because i'm bad at games all right uh, let's, let's talk about more mini Switch rumors. Um, actually, I'm going to take a drink real quick. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about mini Switch. Sega. hot hits today, hot hits on the way. Plug into today's hottest arcade hit. One of Nintendo's official licensees for accessory products has, has a silicone cover for the Nintendo Switch. I'm sorry, for the Nintendo mini switch two and here are official pictures of it this comes from a dutch website uh winfuture.de i'm not going to click through because then it's just going to be a bunch of stuff in german and i don't read german so if you want to uh check it out in the show notes you can but uh this is definitely a, a slightly different design from the nintendo switch the screen in the middle looks huge and they're calling it Mini Switch 2. I mean, look, we don't know if this is real, but this is one of... Excuse me, I am going to click through. Um, oh, yeah, the Translate button. Thank you, uh, Google Translate. Uh, so it says here, the Nintendo Switch console sells like sliced bread. I love Auto Translate. Uh, rumors have been circulating about a light version for some time, but a Switch 2 also popped up again and again. Now there are more accessory pictures of a possible mini version. And this is from Big Ben, which I guess is an official uh, Nintendo Switch partner. And you can see what it looks like. Um, I I don't know what to think. Like, part of me said... Like, okay, this picture right here, uh, and if you're just listening to the audio, it's showing like one that people just made stuff up. This is not... This picture is not a real picture of the Nintendo Switch. Um, however, when you look at the um, this, uh, I don't know, it seems like a real patent design. I don't know what to think about this. The idea that it came from an official Nintendo partner uh, is interesting to me, but I don't know who to believe, you know? It just seems really weird and you know when this stuff comes out i'll let you know about it but i'm i'm not putting too much um i'm not putting too much weight behind these rumors of somebody who just you know the the switch is huge it is really really popular and people want to get on that train and if that means they're going to take a risk by making um a silicone Uh, like, rubberized grip for your Switch Mini, and maybe they're just basing it off rumors? Who knows? I'm not sure, but uh, there's there's a little more evidence that the Switch Mini is on the way. And, you know, we've seen a lot more evidence about the Switch Mini, but we haven't seen much stuff, much about the Switch Pro, uh, other than the Wall Street Journal constantly uh, reposting stuff saying, uh, hey, there's a uh, switch pro coming according to according to our stuff All right, let's talk about bloodstained. My god, I am so thirsty today My wife and I went for a very very long walk this morning and I just I I kind of have cotton mouth, So i'm gonna take another drink Oh my gosh, that was too fast. Okay Uh, here we go. Uh bloodstained uh, Ritual of the night a lot of people are upset about the switch port uh they're they're saying it is unplayable and uh really 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 bad i've not played it so i don't know i'm gonna wait and see what happens later i'm too busy with other stuff right now uh but there is a dev uh post on their kickstarter it says hello again everyone not to be outdone our amazing production and development teams came through with the confirmed updates to share with you regarding process on bug fixing dlc and improvements to the switch And even bonus info on platform wide improvements. So let's dive right in. Uh, Xbox One, PS4, I'm ignoring that stuff. Nintendo Switch, here we go. Uh, The fix is currently in test. The submission date we were working towards has been delayed due to a graphical bug that has re emerged. Uh, We are sorry, we anticipate testing will be completed next week, which would mean an ETA of a public release during the week of July 15th. All right. What rumors can we expect from the bloodstained patch on the Nintendo Switch? Hopefully, the week of July 15th. Uh, So it says here map improvements. Uh, The map close button has been remapped to a standard exit close button. Uh, Marker button has been changed. Trail display. I don't. Okay. So uh, we're. uh, Switch specific, specific. Ooh, Switch specific is a very. Very hard thing to say next to each other. Switch specific. You really have to go slow. Uh, switch specific improvements. HD rumble in certain areas of the game has been fixed. Enabled tra- uh, traditional Chinese language option. Uh, fixed in- instances where the game would crash while transitioning between rooms. Work has been done on the technical, non visible side of things to improve input delay, stability, and and various optimizations, the teams are continuing to work on these items and we will have future updates and plans to share soon. Uh, I I do think that it's important to, to point out, you should have just delayed the Switch version. If, if, if you're going to ship the game and it's a buggy mess, then just delay it instead of getting it into our hands and having people be disappointed with it. That never goes well. Uh, let's see, what else did they say? IGA's backpack DLC for the Nintendo Switch. uh, The DLC has been approved. The release is imminent. uh, So they're just taking the final steps to make it go live. So if you are somebody who picked up Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, then now you know a little bit more about it. And actually, if you know, I suppose I should mention this if you don't know what Bloodstained Ritual of the, the Night is, It is a Castlevania game that's not Castlevania, made by Koji Igarashi, who is the guy, one of the guys who who basically helped develop the genre by working on Castlevania games in the past. In fact, if you were to ask somebody, what is the best Castlevania game? The ones that everyone would say were the ones made by Mr. Igarashi, so... Uh, Bloodstained, it looks exactly like it's a, um, it's a, uh, Castlevania game. It's just not Castlevania. It's Castlevania without the, the names. So, uh, there you go. Uh, we got a video from Nintendo, uh, showing off multiplayer in, uh, Dr. Mario World for the, for the, uh, for iOS and Android. And, well, first off, I can't stand what they're doing here. You, you need to link through social media in order to add friends and what's the social media that they have they have line and facebook really that's the two that you're going to go with what about twitter if we want to battle with our friends like that's what i think most most of my friends use uh the only people who like well the only people that i know that use facebook are you know the older people uh i mean i know that i'm really old but even i'm not old enough to use facebook uh, anyway, I, I'm just kidding. A, a lot of my friends, a lot of my friends who don't play games use Facebook, but I feel like Twitter would be a better way to do it, and they've even done that in the past. So what is multiplayer in in uh, Mario Make or not Mario Maker? Uh, Dr. Mario like? Well, you have uh, different characters have different amounts of attack uh, and uh, different characters have different kinds of defense. And as you play, you can uh, make matches, which will then send, um, send garbage across to your opponent, making it harder for them to win. And uh, if they fill up their screen, you know, just like any other game like that, uh, it's game over for them. Uh, each character also has special abilities. So like Dr. Peach has the ability to clear a random column. I think Dr. Mario clears a random horizontal line. Dr. Toad will get rid of just random stuff all over the map. Uh, I think it's kind of cool. I'm still not excited about this game because it's all, you know, it's a free-to-play game, which is fine. It's just, it's not for me. And uh, it doesn't have to be for me. Not every game has to be for every person. I've said that uh, a million times on the show. Okay, we are nearing uh, the half hour mark. So I am going to wrap it up. Uh, I, I, have two stories left to, t- to talk about and two pieces of feedback for you, uh, from you guys, which I think is fantastic. What I'm going to do is I'm going to talk about the, that stuff on tomorrow's episode. Uh, tomorrow is the non but I'll do the first half of the show is just Nintendo stuff because I didn't get all this done. And then I'll sum up the non stuff, uh, afterwards. So thank you guys for listening. Uh, become a part of the community over at runjumpstomp.com discord. You can also watch the show live at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Get a hold of me by emailing me runjumpstomp at gmail.com or reach out to me on Twitter at runjumpstomp. Use the hashtag Nintendo Switchcraft if you are looking for ways to support the show. Go to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. And for more content like this, check out runjumpstomp.com slash shows. Uh, don't forget to check out uh, me talking about Spider-Man on Breaking the Panels that we had a blast talking about that stuff. And the music that you're about to hear right now is Corneria's Star Fox Remix by Noteblock. Uh, You guys are all awesome. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next time. Until then, bye-bye.